The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. I'm Benjamin Dolly, and this is the VPM Daily Newscast. Governor Ralph Northam signed several criminal justice and police reform bills into law on Wednesday. He says the new laws will help rebuild trust between law enforcement and the communities they serve. Whitney Evans reports. Virginia is now the third state to ban police from executing no-knock search warrants like the one used in the fatal shooting of Breonna Taylor by Louisville police. Northam outlined some of the other changes during his latest COVID press briefing. These reforms also reduce militarization of police equipment, standardize law enforcement training requirements, and strengthen the process to decertify officers when needed. The governor also signed into law a limited ban on neck restraints, but advocates say it doesn't go far enough. Northam called the special session to address police reforms and rewrite the state budget, which was upended by the pandemic. Whitney Evans, VPM News. Virginia is one of a handful of states not showing major increases in COVID-19 cases. Ian Stewart has more from a press conference Governor Northam held yesterday. Despite the encouraging trend, Governor Ralph Northam says some numbers in the southwestern part of the state are troubling. He says while most of Virginia's positivity rate remains at 5.5 percent, that region's rate is almost twice that. Our public health experts are clear. The spread in southwest is driven in part by small family gatherings. I strongly urge everyone in the southwest to look at these numbers and step up your precautions. The governor stopped shy of laying out restrictions like the ones implemented in Virginia Beach earlier in the pandemic, where he imposed conditions to limit crowds at beaches. Instead, he says he's working with local leaders to identify why increases are occurring. Ian Stewart, VPM News. Richmond is continuing to see a trend of increasing coronavirus cases heading into the winter months. Dr. Danny Avula, head of the Richmond Health Department, says the number of tests coming back positive and hospitalizations for COVID-19 are also on the rise. He urged residents to start acting differently. This is within our control, the degree to which we uh, continue to to congregate with others, uh, to be out and about, to not follow the distancing and mask wearing guidelines. um, And we're seeing it play out. Avula says Richmond has experienced more coronavirus outbreaks in the last few weeks, particularly at local gyms. Four businesses have also had their license suspended for not following COVID guidelines. As of Wednesday, an average of 30 Richmonders per day are testing positive for the virus. As Halloween approaches, health experts are offering recommendations to help prevent the spread of COVID-19. VPM News intern Clara Hazlett reports. I'm a mom of two little ones. They love trick-or-treating, but we get around 300 trick-or-treaters in our neighborhood. That's Dr. Tiffany Kimbrough, one of the medical directors at the Children's Hospital of Richmond at VCU. It's going to be tough to skip trick or treating this year, but she recommends it for her family and yours. So if you think about that many kids kind of all piling up in a line trying to get into that one single candy dish, you know, you're really thinking about sharing a lot of airspace and making it very difficult to social distance properly. Kimbrough says families can make new memories by doing alternative activities, like decorating pumpkins at home. If some do choose to trick-or-treat, the CDC recommends families stay at least six feet apart from people they don't live with. I'm Claire Hazlett, VPM News. 
Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden has increased his lead among likely Virginia voters by 12 points in the final Wasson poll released yesterday. Research director Rebecca Bromley Trulio says the survey shows Biden over Trump 53 to 41 percent. In a previous mid-September poll, we showed Biden up by just five points, suggesting that Biden has significantly expanded his lead. She says voters list the pandemic as their number one concern. The poll also shows Democratic Senator Mark Warner with a 20-point lead over Republican challenger Daniel Gade. A Frederick County judge has struck down parts of a new rule on absentee voting. As Ben Pavey reports, the case was brought by a conservative group with a history of making unsubstantiated claims about voter fraud. A judge ruled that Virginia absentee ballots can be counted through Friday after Election Day under certain conditions. The ballot needs to be postmarked by November 3rd. The judge said the ballot will still count if the postmark is smudged, but it needs to be signed by the voter on Election Day or before. If there's no postmark or mail barcode to track when it was sent, registrars should not count it. The judge did not elaborate on his decision. The lawsuit was brought by the Republican Party of Virginia and the Public Interest Legal Foundation. In a legal settlement last year, that group was forced to apologize and retract a port on alleged voter fraud after it falsely accused some Virginia voters of not being citizens. Ben Pavier, VPM News. Richmond Superintendent Jason Comras says the school district will get 7,000 more laptops for its students later this week. For students currently using RPS tablets, Comras expects they'll be able to trade those in for laptops next week. While Richmond schools handed out 16,000 laptops over the summer, the district was still short by about 5,000. The new batch of computers are part of a larger order RPS placed over the summer. In August, Camera said that order of 10,000 Chromebooks was delayed due to a supply shortage caused by national trade tensions with China. The superintendent of Richmond schools is proposing to change the grading system for young students. As Alan Rodriguez Espinoza reports, this comes after a petition signed by teachers and parents. In his daily newsletter, Superintendent Jason Cameras told RPS families and staff Wednesday that he's recommending a new grading scale for students in kindergarten through fifth grade. Rather than using the traditional A through F grades, Cameras is proposing a scale that uses E for exceeds expectations, S for satisfactory, N for needs improvement, and U for unsatisfactory. He says he will make the recommendation to the Richmond School Board on Monday. Last week, Richmond teachers put out a petition calling for a more lenient grading system for students in virtual classes. The petition says a departure from the A through F scale would make for more equitable grading given some students' lack of access to technology. Alan Rodriguez Espinosa, VPM News. All the stories you've heard can be found online at vpm.org news. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.